Welcome to this special episode of the History Academy. As we reflect on this past year, we can't overlook the impact that was made by the philanthropic support of you, our RMA family. From helping create the new and exciting aerospace engineering program to ensuring our facilities are in top-notch condition, your donation, large or small, made an impact. In today's episode, we'll speak to those who have seen the impact of your support. Let's get the show started. Thanks, Amanda, for joining the History Academy. Hey, Jody. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So, Amanda, tell me about your job and what you do here at RMA. I work in the admissions office as the admissions and financial aid coordinator. Essentially, that means I am helping families who need a little extra help in the form of tuition assistance. Um, this essentially helps them and actually enroll their son, whereas they may not be able to without extra help. Uh, It's really beneficial to the families. On a daily basis, you see the importance and impact that financial assistance has on our cadets. Share with our listeners what you see and how that makes you feel. I see two ends of the spectrum when I'm helping families. There are two boys that come to mind that represent both sides. Uh, The first one, he came in with the intentions of joining the Naval Academy. He um, was really excited about the opportunity to join Riverside. He unfortunately just couldn't afford it on their own. His mom currently works three jobs and, you know, struggled financially without our help. Now in Riverside, he is on the President's Club. He is a 4.0 student. He's doing really well. On the other end of the spectrum, We had a student who did not have the intentions of coming to Riverside. He was failing grades. His mom was at wit's end with him. She was able to get him enrolled, and he is now on the President's Club and has a very high ranking at school. They're both doing really, really well. Just kind of shows you how Riverside can help these boys when you invest so much time into them. So whether you make a donation to general scholarships or to special endowed scholarships or even the Georgia Gold Scholarship, it's those funds that you give as a donor that, that Amanda gets to use and really change the lives of cadets and their families, right? Yeah, absolutely. I am so amazed by all of the contributions that are made by all of our donors. It truly impacts the families like no other. I cannot stress enough how important it is what you're doing. I have talked to so many parents who are just so worried about their son and wanting a better future for him. I've talked with many crying moms and they are they just don't know what to do. They feel helpless and that's when it's my job to provide them the assistance that they need in order to get them here and I honestly cannot do that without the donors and the help with goal and Georgia's special needs. Um, this truly does provide a successful future for these boys. Thanks for joining the podcast today. 
Thank you so much for having me. And thank you again to all of the generous donors out there who help make such a big difference. A special welcome to Captain Lee Dixon. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Jody. Thanks for having me. Tell us what you do here at RMA. Well, I currently serve two roles. I work for the Commandant's Office as the Operations Officer, as well as for this year, we started the Aerospace Engineering Program, which I teach Aerospace One. Uh, Right now, we have two classes of 12 each. Thanks to generous donations, we were able to start this unique and exciting aerospace engineering program. But before we talk about the program itself, tell us how you prepared to teach the class. Sure. So I did attend a 80-hour course at Auburn University. Um, That's one of the top aerospace engineering universities in the country. Selected to do this role based on my background in aviation as an Army helicopter pilot and currently own an airplane myself, so it was a logical fit to start instructing. I was a computer science instructor here back in the late 90s and uh, served a couple other roles with the academy, so it just made sense to uh, go off and get this training, and so far uh, the kids are responding well, and uh, we're having a blast. Tell us about the skills and principles that are learned in the class, and also about the projects they've been working on. Sure thing. So it's uh, organized by a company uh, named Shreb, Southern Education Region Regional Board, and they template all of these uh, collaborative learning uh, project-based classes. Every one of them, ours specifically is aerospace engineering, is broken down into six projects, three per semester. Uh, The first three projects we've done thus far, and we squeezed in the last project just in the nick of time before the boys left, we did the uh, designing of a pilot seat using the 3D printer and the the Solid Edge uh, computer-aided design software. Uh, We then moved into designing a kite, learning all the fundamentals of aerodynamics, and we actually got to go out and fly kites. And then we did a straw rocket ballistic solution kit Uh, All the projects are um, groups of three cadets uh, compete for the top prize and they do briefings to the upper administration to um, get their uh, PowerPoint skills, their collaborative learning, and they do evaluations of each other uh, as well as just learn where they fit in. Typically, you've got your CEO, you've got your marketing guy, and you've got your lead engineer and they play off of each other and it's in some regards a lot like They come in front of the Shark Tank crew. I understand you even have a wind tunnel in the classroom. Correct. We do have a wind tunnel for analyzing lift and drag, and that extracts information where they can put various, uh, whether they're testing an airfoil or the nose cone of a rocket or other types of surfaces to see the relationship between lift and drag and come up with the best solution based on what the mission profile of that particular airfoil needs to be. It's very high speed equipment. The instruction ranges from planning stages where the cadets use high level math and engineering concepts to the end stages where they actually test the design in the elements. So they get exposed to, um, so far, uh, a good bit of geometry, some basic algebra, and then 
this last project, we introduced them to some trigonomic functions using sine, cosine, tangent, just to determine different trajectories and angles. So they don't seem to mind as much when they really plug a real number. They shot the rocket this far, they plug that number, that angle, and they get to really see the results. So it's kind of math made fun, and um, they seem to be grasping the concepts and articulating uh, the why for the math. After completion of the program, what types of opportunities await the cadets after graduation from RMA? If you graduate with even one year, I think it enhances your core class. Uh, when a transcript has aerospace engineering on it, it's just attractive. However, when you do complete all four years, there's a lot of assurances. I wouldn't ever say an absolute guarantee, but companies like Delta, McDonnell Douglas, and certainly the Lean, you know, engineering universities are very um, interested in offering you perhaps even you know ultimately a full ride if you uh if you have four years of aerospace engineering you're going to be very attractive to the leading colleges and businesses so we look forward to uh even our seniors that took year one to see how well they fare uh with that on their transcript thank you captain dixon for joining us today hey i appreciate the opportunity to uh serve the kids to serve the school uh, I'm having as much fun as they are, and uh, we all learn every day, and I really appreciate all the folks who have poured into this uh, endeavor. It's been several years in the making, the generosity of some of the donors and the tenacity of folks to make this project uh, come to life. I'm just thrilled to be a part of it, and thank you for the opportunity, Jody. I am Britt Daniel, Executive Vice President, and on behalf of all of us here at the Academy, I want to offer a sincere thank you to everyone who supported us in our mission this year. Large or small, your gifts provided a margin of excellence for our cadets, a margin that will make them better husbands, fathers, and citizens for a world in need of good men. As we bid adieu to 2020, I wish you a prosperous and healthy new year. I'd like to welcome Jamie Berkeley to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Jody. Thank you for having me. Jamie, tell me about your position and the impact you have on the cadets here at RMA. Well, Jody, my position is Director of Student Affairs. Uh, I've been here um, right around 14 months now. Uh, one of my biggest things is... I am the advocate for the students. Uh, the students come to me about different things as far as activities, uh, President's Club, uh, different organizations that they are wanting to start. Uh, more specifically, we are adding things now in the spring that consists of the Student Senate. Um, we just had elections for our, our senior class president, which they added a vice president of the senior class, which I think is great. But my biggest part is to work with those cadets, work with those students, mentoring, letting them know who we are, letting them know what I do here, and making sure that they have a voice if they ever need to speak or talk or have issues outside of the barriers or academics. I'm always free and open to talk with them. So let me set the scene. Today we're outside near the Barracks West portal. It's here that a very generous donation was recently made. Tell me about this and the impact it's had on cadet activities. The basketball courts here at West Portal always brings a smile to the cadets' faces. Just to see them out here enjoying themselves on this basketball court, I think gives them a sense of freedom 
and uh, the ability to kind of let things go, enjoy themselves, and enjoy what this court was made for. It's basketball. Double rim, great nets. Uh, we have protection with pads around the goals so no one bumps their heads. It's a great, great atmosphere. It looks amazing. The green court and the painted areas of three-point areas, foul lines, everything about the basketball courts look amazing, and the cadets love them. In addition to the basketball courts by West Portal, we also have a great volleyball court area as well. Newly renovated sand pits. The nets look great. The cadets love this as well. Um, just another opportunity for them to kind of get away from things, have a bunch of fun over the weekend. And one great thing about it is the basketball courts as well as the volleyball net courts is right beside each other. So they can have multiple games going on at one time. It's a great opportunity for them to enjoy themselves. Before we go, we're out here on this beautiful court. Yes. Nice, sunny day. Beautiful. I want to challenge you to a game of horse. You game? I'm all game for it, Jody. Let's go. All right, let's go. You're up. All right, Jody, listen. I've been playing horse for a long time. I'm not 100% sure if you're ready for it, but I'm going to take this shot. Watch and learn. Nice shot, Jamie. Thanks for joining us on the History Academy. Oh, thanks for having me, Jody. And I also want to make sure that I send a special thank you to the donor that made this whole thing possible. It's amazing and beautiful. Thank you. A special thanks to Coach Diego Vaca for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Diego. Uh, thank you for having me. In addition to your teaching duties, you also coach the soccer team. So tell us a little of what you do here at RMA. My teacher at Riverside, been here at Riverside for about 13 years. So since then, I've been the head coach for the soccer team. And I have run the program varsity and JV pretty much all the years. Really thankful for the opportunity. And it's been an amazing, an amazing time. Our soccer field had encountered some trouble with some water damage and runoff. Tell us a little of what happened to the soccer field. Yeah, about maybe two years ago, we had a few seasons with a lot of rain that then kind of affected. And then uh, we had some issues with some uh, underground piping that kind of takes water off of our campus away. And one of these pipes runs through the soccer field kind of to release um, water, runoff water, drain water, whatever from, from rain. And uh, it seems that one of the pipes started having a leak and uh, water was kind of starting to run off on not inside the pipe and we created a sinkhole and that sinkhole got, got bigger and bigger and it eventually areas of close to the field where it collapsed and created erosion and uh, a road that leads to the field got, got damaged through that so we had kind of pretty much had to stop using the field until, you know, we could evaluate what the issue was and, and you know, determine, you know, the cost and how it could it be fixed. Your team lost valuable time, practice time, being on the field and getting better. But it's thanks to a generous donor who stepped up. You came basically to the rescue of the team and the school, and they, they made it better for you. They fixed the issue. Yeah, thankfully, yeah, for, for our donors and, you know, the, the people that always think about Riverside and, 
they were able to put a hand in and start working on it, and they pretty much started working on it at the beginning of this this year, with the goal of having it ready for the for the spring season. And um, you know, we are it's pretty much fixed. You know, we're just waiting for grass to start growing back in, and we're making some adjustments on on some water so we can drain it a little bit better, so we might not encounter the same issue again. Thanks for all you do here at RMA, Diego, and keep up the great work. Uh, thank you, Jerry, for the invitation, and I just want to give a, a special thank to all the donors that have been able to make this possible for their program, which, you know, is, is really impactful to the kids, and, you know, I know the kids are going to, I'm going to, they're going to appreciate it next, next season. I'm happy to welcome Coach Chad Sage to the podcast today. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Thank you for having me, Jody. Tell me about the many roles that you play here at the academy. I'm the head baseball coach and also uh, do strength conditioning down in the weight room. That's something Coach Garrett and I uh, have kind of shared over the past few years. Several generous donors made possible a brand-new batting facility for the team. Tell us about the facility and how you guys are making use of it. Uh, the batting facility has been unbelievable um, for us. There's not really a day that goes by that we do not use it um, in some sort of way. Even if we have really good weather, um, we still use that indoor hitting facility to break off uh, in groups. And not only from uh, being able to get those good good reps and being able to get a lot more reps, um, the good thing about that indoor hitting facility is it kind of shuts out uh, the outside. So um, as far as distractions, anything like that, we get the guys full attention when we're in there. Um, it's, it's, it's turfed and, and we're able to open it up. We can move all the netting back and get speed agility work, defensive work, throw bullpens. And then of course we can do all our hitting in there as well. So it's been a huge, huge plus for us um, to have that hit, hitting facility done. Um, and, you can just ask the players over even this fall, uh, being able to get down there on an everyday basis, no matter the weather or anything like that. Um, they've been able to get reps, and from my standpoint, they've improved greatly. That's been a huge benefit to you and the team. But even more recently, we've had another generous donor step up and pave the, the drive down to the batting facility. Previously, it was a rock and gravel driveway, but now it's improved. Yes, sir. Uh, that's one of those things where, um, you know, if we had a heavy rain, anything like that, uh, some of the gravel kind of get washed away and, and, uh, it was, it was pretty rough ride sometimes. I actually had, uh, some, a few moments where I'd be coming down on the, the golf cart with the water cooler and it's filled to the side, uh, from some of the, the potholes and the gravel. Uh, but it has been a unbelievable, uh, to have that asphalt laid, smooth the ride down there. Uh, but one of the kind of funny stories is it actually butts up beside the hitting facility, and you used to have to step up to go into the hitting facility. Um, and now that the asphalt's been laid, it's 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 even with the entrance. So um, even after they 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 laid the asphalt, uh, you were still trying to step up and go into the uh, hitting facility when you didn't necessarily need to do that anymore. And the reason I bring that up is about three days later, I kept on stepping, even though there wasn't a step. And uh, we were in there hitting, and we were talking about the importance of 
getting very quality reps, but also having to get a lot of those reps to have the muscle memory to do it and not even really have to think about it. And I actually brought that up to the guys. I said, uh, you know, last few days, have you guys noticed that you're still taking a step to try to get into the hitting facility? And uh, a bunch of a bunch of guys kind of looked around and it kind of clicked for them as far as the the importance of the reps and the muscle memory and stuff like that. So, uh, with that donor end up hitting 400 as a team, uh, that 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 will be on him. Thanks, Coach, for joining the podcast today, and we look forward to many winning seasons in the future. I appreciate you having me on today. Again, I want to thank all the donors so much um, for the hitting facility and asphalt laid and the continued support for the baseball program. Um, We're looking to make huge improvements in this upcoming season and uh, the rest of the seasons in the future. Go Eagles. Hi, this is Jane Congrove, the Annual Giving Coordinator, and I just want to say thank you so much. Hi, I'm Jody Wilson, Coordinator of Alumni Communications and Events. I want to take this moment to say thank you. Hi, this is Marquita Milligan, Donor Relations Coordinator, and I just want to say thank you so much for supporting RMA. Hi, this is Ellen DeFore, Vice President for Advancement. Donor support has a real impact on Riverside's mission. Thank you for making a difference. On behalf of the entire staff and faculty at Riverside Military Academy, and especially the Office of the President and myself, this is Stash Procheski saying thank you for all you've done to support our cadets and wishing you a blessed, healthy, and safe holiday season and far beyond.